Welcome to Spill the Char podcast, where you join us, Phoebe, Elsa, Lauren and Joelle on our virtual terrace as we discuss the British Asian female experiences today. We hope we will help, inspire and encourage you. So grab a drink and come join us in today's episode. Welcome back guys to another episode of Spill the Char and it's episode 25. So mid-season three, you ready? Crazy. Um, but today we have a special guest and it's Ting from hey. Lengbox. Uh, Lengbox is a UK-based Korean skincare and beauty online shop and it's here to inspire self-care discovery, which we love with the best K-beauty products. I can vouch for it. Um, and routines for your skin type. So for listeners that don't know you, Ting, why don't you tell us a bit about you and your story and yeah, share however much or little as you want. Yeah, sure. So hey everyone, I'm Ting. So uh, Langbox, so I've always been into skincare and beauty as a teenager. And it all sort of started um, because as a teenager, I suffered with really bad acne. So I went from having absolutely clear skin to the typical spotty and oily teenage skin. Um, and because I've personally suffered with acne, it's always been my goal to find like the best ways to improve my skin without having to cover it up with lots of makeup or concealer. Um, yeah, I just wanted healthy, clear skin without the need of foundation. Um, and I wanted true good skin and I didn't want to have to mask it. So I created my own YouTube channel and videos back in 2005, but I never really got around to actually keeping up with that because of other commitments after graduating, you know, like finding the nine to five desk job and uh, getting experience and building a career, uh, which then ended uh, landed me in the world of buying so I worked as a buyer for several different companies and figured that I could combine both my experience uh, in sourcing products and my passion for skincare and self-care by creating Lengbox. Uh, so yeah I wanted to create a place where people can try different things and explore and try some of the best K-beauty products there are to improve their skin um, and bring a little bit of joy and excitement to their daily routines you know because it doesn't have to be boring definitely yeah we love that I'm just curious why is it called Lengbox so yeah so the reason it's called Lengbox is because um I speak Cantonese not very well, but so yeah, so Lang stands for pretty beautiful, you know, yeah, in, in Cantonese. And I wanted to combine something that, you know, Lang means something to me, although it's not Korean, um, it's something that means is a word that means something to me. So I wanted to incorporate that into what I what I out there into the world so laying box so yeah beautiful subscription box yeah wow that's so cool yeah we love that um and talking about your skin journey like I can definitely relate because for me I like I suffer with eczema so Uh, I've always struggled to find like good products to um sort out my dry skin Uh, and especially with like makeup and stuff it's hard I don't really use makeup because then you know when it's like dry skin it's like cakey flaky and I'm yeah. just like yeah that's just mm. not the vibe <laughs> on there and and you have yeah. to be so careful as well with eczema because there's like fragrances and lots of different things that you can't put on it mm. right yeah it's like um I have to make sure it's fragrance free 
um and yeah so that's why yeah skincare for me is also a big thing as well yeah I feel you (laughs) how did you discover Korean skincare specifically if I really think about it I think it was like back in the days where I first started my uh had my first experience of K-beauty when like my mom or my aunties would come back home from visiting like Asian countries (laughs) with like a load of beauty products um and I remember the first time that um you know my auntie brought back like some face peels and some like sheet masks and me my mom would have facials at home because my mom is really into that stuff as well Um, And as I grew older, I found it really hard to find these products in the UK. I mean, there's like, you can find some stuff, but it's not like a very wide range. Um, And it was really limited. So yeah, that that was where Lingbox started. So I guess as a British Asian woman, have you ever felt pressured to kind of look a certain way? um, Going on kind of, I guess, moving on to like beauty standards and like the Asian culture? Yeah, definitely. So I think it was probably more when I was younger. I don't know whether you guys felt the same way as well, but like growing up in the Midlands, I think there was like me and one other eight, like Chinese person. Um, and yeah, everyone else. Yeah, I, I, I did feel really singled out um, when I was younger. But, you know, as I've grown older, that's, you know, I've I've never really been that interested in promoting like unrealistic beauty standards. Um, like the message that I really want to put out there is letting like your own natural features be your best asset um, by embracing what you've got and enhancing your own natural beauty rather than trying to be someone else. And I think that's like a really important message because when I was younger, I think I struggled with that quite a lot. But I think if there was someone out there who was who looks like me sending out the same message, that probably would have made it a little bit easier. Um, yeah, I just feel like everyone is unique in their own way. There is literally no one else out there that is like mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, our skin should be treated exactly the same way. So what works for me may not necessarily work for someone else, but it's about exploring, uh, trialing, and then sticking to a routine or product that's good for you rather than doing uh, something that's good for someone else just because they're they're doing it as well. Mm, Yeah, definitely. Yeah, sometimes like watching lots of videos, um, it's really fun on YouTube and seeing different people like test out different products. Um, But it's only when you get to buy it yourself, can you actually really tell whether it suits your skin, whether it's comfortable. Um, And I think especially um, growing up kind of, I've always, especially with my Western friends, we all have very different skin types. And so sometimes things that would work for them just wouldn't work for me in terms of even makeup as well. Um, And yeah, I think definitely what you're doing is really, really cool because it's opening up like a big market in the UK mm. for Asian girls and also just also like anyone, to be honest, who is interested in like Korean skincare and also just Asian skincare in general. Because I've, yeah, I, if you don't go to Hong Kong, if you don't go to Asia very often, then you'd literally have no idea mm. um, about this. Missing out. Yeah, yeah. really not missing out. <laughs> Yeah, like me and Phoebe have been kind of like experimenting more with like Korean skincare, I suppose. Um, and before, personally, before I found like Lenbox through BC's gift card, I think it was, um, I'd have to wait 
for a friend or myself to go to Hong Kong, buy something yeah. from like Sasa, you know, yeah. and like yeah, bring it huge batch. <laughs> yeah, and import it back to England for me, right? Yeah. Um, I even got a membership card in Asia just for it. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, like the lengths we go to or like ordering from like, well, yes, style, right? Phoebe? Yeah, it takes so long. It takes like a whole month to arrive. And I don't think it's like, I'd prefer if it came earlier, which is why Langbox is so good. Because wa- waiting a w- month is like so frustrating. Or just so impatient. You just want to like try it now, right? Yeah. <laughs> so um, especially running like a beauty focused business, how do you achieve like a balance between introducing people to amazing beauty products, yet uh, not promoting unrealistic standards? Yeah, so um, it, it kind of ties into what I was just saying before about like, uh how I've never really been interested in that sort of stuff like promoting unrealistic beauty standards mm-hmm. um I know that there's like a lot of pressure for younger girls out there um and not even just younger younger women like you know people my age mm-hmm. as well so mm-hmm. yeah the main message that I really wanted to put out there and you'll probably see in my posts and my stories um is about letting your own natural features be your best asset Mm -hmm. so you know rather than masking it with makeup or you know um covering it up you know find find something that works well for your skin type um and make it the best that it can be if if that makes sense Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. yeah definitely yeah yeah I feel like western like you're not to generalize but like most western brands versus like even um, yeah, K-beauty or like Asian brands have very like different focuses when it comes to skincare, mm-hmm. I feel like. And it's, I don't know, for me, because I have very dry skin, whereas like the others might not, well, apart from else, of course. Um, and I feel like sometimes when I use like like cleansers and stuff, I feel like it very like strips, strips yeah. my skin. Mm-hmm. It makes it feel very tight. I don't, what would you say is the difference between Western and Asian skincare brands? I think... Um... The difference I, from what I hear from my customers as well is um, in terms of the different types of ingredients. So even mm. in skincare, you can get stuff that is, you know, more suitable for oily skin. So, for example, if you have, uh, I don't know, acne prone skin and really, you know, congested oily skin, there's something like salicylic acid would be better. Mm. So there are the stronger stuff but then I would say generally most of the stuff um is there's like uh not as many ingredients like Cosrx my one of my favorite brands <laughs> Kim Sohyun everyone's like yeah he's <laughs> ambassador they like they have really minimal ingredients and it's the same with quite a lot of the other Korean brands out there as well they also use very different ingredients as well so um the whole snail oh yeah (laughs) museum and stuff like that um it's I don't think it's really taken off in the UK I know like a few places do sell it but I think it's still um people get a bit squeamish about it yeah yeah Mm. you're missing out you know (laughs) (laughs) yeah I feel like Asian skin could also mm, I don't know how to say but it feels more advanced in a way also like k-beauty as well just in general and then the trend kind of catches on here yeah 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 definitely because like I mean well for example Asia or you know South Korea you know even Japan they are just so 
innovative when it comes mm -hmm. to um, skincare or anything beauty related I suppose because it's a really big thing over there mm -hmm. um you know it's they k-pop and you know j-pop yeah. and all that sort of stuff it's beauty standards and stuff like that is is quite important to some people over there yeah. so I suppose it's a really big market there mm. Mm. yeah yeah I'm just curious do you have any tips for anyone out there who's currently like exploring um k-beauty products uh yeah well as as in routines or routines it could be routines or like any of your products that you feel like uh, I don't know top sellers um yeah, yeah, yeah. good for so, beginners yeah so what I would recommend um I would say like don't just go in with like a full routine um I'd say just try one thing first start you know see whether it works well for your skin um and if you need any help you can also message me as well on instagram or even on the website chat um if you're unsure about what to choose for your skin type um i can provide some recommendations and give you some advice about that as well um but yeah i'd say just use one product um for maybe about a month before introducing anything else into your routine because what you don't want to do is just start slapping everything on your skin <laughs> and, you know, yeah number one you won't know what has actually helped your skin mm -hmm. and you might overwhelm your skin as well yeah that's definitely true because like sometimes when I feel like oh well, there's so many new products I want to try and when you try it all at the same time you're like which product is actually helping me yeah, yeah you, just, you don't know like and, and I, I actually did that before as well in the past. Like I got so excited that I just use everything at the same time. I'm like, oh, <laughs> you know, my skin is good, but I don't actually know which one was like the actual hero product. Mm. So I suppose like, how do you incorporate skincare and stuff into your self-care and to help your like mental well-being? Yeah, so it's... um this recently has become more of an important thing for me, actually. Um, you know, so for me, like self-care um, is made up of so many different constructs. There's like the emotional aspect, you know, the physical, the professional aspect, and like so many more. Um, there's just numerous aspects of self-care and it's made up of more than just carving out the time to do a sheet mask. But I find that it's it's still important to find that time to take care of yourself on the outside as well mm -hmm. uh, so for example when I sheet mask I use that time as an opportunity to meditate for those 20 minutes um <laughs> so yeah two birds one stone um but yeah personally I'm really into learning about well-being and self-development and how I can improve my day-to-day -day life through small habits and changes mm -hmm. um I think it's really important as well, especially with the current climate with yeah. COVID um, and lockdown as well. Um, I've been investing more into focusing on improving my day to day life and making the best out of a difficult situation. And I'm sure everyone else has as well. Um, there's a saying and I can't remember who said it, but it's about how you can't control what other people or external situations happen around mm. you but you can always choose how you handle it and mm. whether you give it that power to creep into your mind and let it bother you. Mm -hmm. So yeah. yeah, how you react is your choice. 
Yeah, I feel like during this time, because it's been quite difficult for everyone carving out some time for yourself, especially because you're always at home. And so there's almost like never an off button. And I'm sure that's with you, Ting, like, I guess, working from home. Are you working from home? Um, yeah. yeah. Um, so it must be really difficult because you're kind of always juggling, balancing work. But yeah, definitely. That's a really good idea, actually, um, using that 20 minutes, because sometimes I end up doing stuff in that 20 minutes with my sheet mask on I'm like trying to make sure it doesn't fall off my face as I'm like running or slipping off as I'm running around the house but um yeah um definitely that's a good idea to maybe meditate or read a book or just actually calm and stop myself doing anything because yeah. like I don't know about you guys but like when I first like tried to meditate with my sheet mask on it's so difficult to just not think about anything like yeah. you'd be lying there and then you'd be like, oh yeah, oh, this happened today. Or, you know, oh, I forgot to do this, you know, oh, I'm going to do that. Like you, your mind is never just really still. Or is it, mm-hmm. I, I think it's an art anyway to, to try and do that. Definitely. Putting on a, like a spa playlist on Spotify definitely helps. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Like you probably see that like on Langbox. I like to talk about that kind of stuff. Mm. Um, like I like to share my favorite tips or quotes and routines, whether it be skincare routines or meditation routines, basically anything that has improved my daily self-care routine. Um, I'm not like a self-care guru or anything like that, but I think it's important to share this good stuff, you know, especially in this situation, everyone's basically in it together. So why not make a situation better if you can, you know, um, ultimately there's got to be that balance. So taking care of ourselves through the inside, through stuff like keeping active and um, meditation and on the outside, like finding the right products and skincare. Um, yeah. Cause I, I know what it's like to feel self-conscious about your skin. So if Lengbox can add value to someone's life, even in the smallest way, then Langbox is done what it's supposed to do. Yeah. I guess speaking about these things, then, like, what are your top recommendations? Yeah, it's really difficult because there's so many different things that, different products that do different things. So I think it might be uh, best to say what has been in my routine continuously for the past few years. Um, and that's got to be the Cosrx, the Benton Aloe BHA Skin Toner, uh, and that. yeah, and the <laughs> oil cleansing balm. What about um, face masks, like sheet masks? Yeah, so sheet masks. There's a few that I really like. So my favorite at the moment is the the leaders sheet mask. I just find it's a lot more softer and um, a lot more hydrating, and it shapes around your face a lot nicer as well. And it's good for sensitive skin. Hmm. Um, but then I also like the really cute ones, like the. <laughs> appeal like uh the milk bottle mask yeah they're so So cute (laughs) yeah they smell really nice as well but yeah it's I love those ones I've always wondered actually how often are you meant to sheet mask like or should you sheet mask so um it's they are gentle enough that you can use them every night but I personally think that's like you know, I don't know whether someone has that much time to like <laughs> to do that, but I do yeah. it about two times a week, maybe three times. And um, going back to my must-haves, um, I was going to say as well, in terms of routine, there is one simple routine that I find has uh, made a really huge improvement to clearing my skin. 
and that's double cleansing. I don't know whether you guys have done that. No. <laughs> no yeah. Oh. <laughs> if you have good skin, then you don't. You don't really need to. But you know, I I have oily, sensitive skin, and I like wearing makeup. And back in my acne days, I used to use a lot of wipes. Um, yeah. Convenience so. mainly. And mm. I think I started to see a big change in my skin after double cleansing. Mm. Like, don't get me wrong; I still get spots, um, but it's nowhere near as what it used to be like. Um, mm. But for those of you who are watching who don't know what double cleansing is, um, it's a two-step cleansing routine that involves a oil-based cleanser and a water-based cleanser. Mm, okay. And oil-based cleansers are basically great for melting and breaking down stubborn uh, uh, dirt and oil. Um, and it can come in the form of either like an oil or a solid balm. Uh, mm -hmm. My preference uh, is the balm, like the vanilla, the vanilla balm, because I find it works better with my skin and mm -hmm. really gets into my pores. Um, in terms of the water-based cleansers, um, they're really great for removing any excess dirt and oil that is left over. Mm -hmm. And that normally comes in the form of a foam or a gel or um, soap form. Uh, and the one that I'm using at the moment is the Cosrx Snail Musing Cleanser. Um, mm -hmm. It is relatively new. Uh, so I only added it to the website last week. Um, uh, but I've been using it for about a couple of months uh, mm -hmm. prior to putting it online. Uh, but so far I'm loving it and it's my current go-to. Um, but with water-based cleansers, I tend to switch it up depending on the season. So lighter and a bit more refreshing during the summer um, and a bit more moisturizing during the winter time. Mm, makes sense. Yeah, because um, I've always suffered with acne as well. So like before, I'd always put on a lot of makeup. But I don't think I cleanse properly. So like your two-step cleansing is very useful for me now yeah. but I was wondering like um how do you think you dealt with like acne back then I guess yeah yeah so so back in the days um I I didn't know like you know the benefits of k-beauty or you know I didn't know what to use the first thing I went gra I went and grabbed was clearasil oh god no <laughs> I don't know it probably does work for some people but it really stung my face um and then like because I thought that oh, I have acne on my face. I need to just scrub that yeah. off. So I went and bought St. Ives apricot scrub. Yeah, I got that as well. <laughs> like scrubbing and like washing with like this like really heavy tea tree clearasil face wash. Mm -hmm. And yeah, that that didn't work, basically. Yeah. Um, it actually just made it a lot worse and has like left a little bit of scars. Um, but yeah, I ended up having to go to the doctor's um, I think there's a lot of things um, around it, really, because some people are like, oh, well, I have acne and I've started using this, but it, you know, I, it's helped a little bit, but I haven't seen like a dramatic change, but it's yeah. a lot to do with, you know, diet, um, your general hormones as well, like yeah. genetics, you know, if, if it runs in the family, but you can definitely make it better by using something that is um, more gentle, mm -hmm. that, um uh complements your skin rather than just strips it of everything hmm. yeah so I think it's like trial and error um yeah but just definitely not like going way too heavy on your skin yeah. although well when I was younger that's exactly what I did yeah I did the same as well yeah if you were to tell yourself like your younger self one thing for skincare what would you what would you tell yourself uh 
I would tell myself to double cleanse. <laughs> I think I would say don't spend like because because I have you know went and bought like the most expensive brands out there before you know mm. thinking that it's gonna like it's definitely gonna work because it cost me like 200 pounds <laughs> mm. um, mm-hmm. but you know that's not necessarily the case so I yeah. would say that and um yeah I I, I actually would say double cleanse <laughs> as well as that like just don't throw your money on like 300 pounds 200 pounds like products thinking that it's gonna make a difference straight away right and I guess to kind of round this off um do you have any kind of business plans for the future um business plans um yeah so I recently uh launched Lengbox into retailers which I'm really happy about in the U.S. Um, it's called oh, FYE cool. stores. Um, so I would love to be able to do it in the UK as well. So um, that's going to yeah be my my next aim. And I'm going to continue working on the online stuff as well. So I'm still going to be available. Um, but yeah, I would like to grow it in that way. That's really exciting. Yeah. yeah. Imagine like we'll go to like America and we'll be like, ooh, Lembox. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was so glad I couldn't go. I was like, oh, I can't even see it in stores. <gasps> Hopefully after like this whole pandemic, you'll get to go visit and actually see it in stores. That's actually really yeah. cool. Yeah, I hope so as well. It would be cool to walk into like boots and see it there yeah. Like, wow. yeah yeah that, that would be the dream I guess <laughs> yeah that's so exciting yeah no we're really excited to like see where you go because this is like it's been so your journey has been so amazing already and like I'm sure it will go even further <laughs> um so. but yeah so I guess to yeah to like actually round it off <laughs> how can people find you um website social media like just plug yourself um yeah so uh, website lengbox.com um, you can also chat to me as well uh, there's like a chat function on the website um, but you can also chat to me on Instagram as well so is at lengbox uh, Facebook as well I don't actually use Facebook as much but um, yeah you can get hold of me there and um, yeah on the Instagram page you can also shop there as well so you can easily browse uh, the products that are available online yeah amazing we'll definitely link all of that stuff in the description and captions and wherever we're putting this um, so that people can find you but yeah thank you so much for your time and we are thank so you excited to well. yeah thank yeah. you for coming on and actually like yeah giving up your time to speak to us no I really appreciate it it's been good to actually chat to people <laughs> <laughs> yeah. cool all right well I guess we can say bye. Yeah. <laughs> bye. bye. Cool. Amazing. Amazing. <laughs> you just finished listening to an episode of Spill the Char podcast. If you enjoyed it, make sure to subscribe, share, and leave a review on your favorite podcast player. Follow us on Instagram at spillthechar.pod. And we'll see you back on our virtual terrace on our next episode.